Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I wanted to talk about this because I heard it this morning and I've watched this character numerous times over the last year or so. His name is Jonathan Pye. And Jonathan Pye is a fictional character which is portrayed by an English comedian called Tom Walker. He's meant to be a political correspondent or journalist for like Sky News or ITN or BBC and he stands outside government buildings as you would normally see a journalist reporting back to studio. Now, he appears in a series of these comedic online videos in which he rants angrily about the British, American, Australian, Irish politics with the videos being presented as though he were a real-life reporter giving his personal opinions once the camera ends. In other words, the whole idea is that he does the report back to studio and the camera stops and he's finished. And then he goes on a rant about how he really feels. His latest video has set tongues wagging in the UK and has stoked the already tense flames in public, the public sector pay increase fire. His latest video is a rant about British public sector workers who are on strike currently at the moment, many of them. And I know it's British and I'll tell you why I think it's important, but I'm going to play it. Okay, now he does get quite angry, so it's about two minutes long, but I think it's worth a quick listen. And I'll tell you how I'm going to bring this over to our Irish way of thinking in a second. Have a quick listen to this, okay? It's funny. And when quizzed about the upcoming nurses' strikes, the Conservative Party chairman said that demands for a 19% pay rise for nurses would cost the NHS £10 billion, which should instead be spent on NHS frontline services. Back to you, Chris. Gaslighting. If nurses aren't the NHS frontline, I mean, what, what about ambulance drivers and, and paramedics? Are they not frontline services? Give them a decent pay rise, you f***. They deserve it. Find the money. You all spring into action every time you crash the economy. You can find the money then. Get round the table. Make a decent offer. Instead, they're sending in the army telling us the unions are holding the country to ransom. The unions? Can we all just be clear about this? Our last Prime Minister blew a £30 billion hole in the economy overnight. Test and trace cost us £37 billion. Useless PPE wasted £8.7 billion, which ended up in the pockets of Tory donors. A shambolically executed Brexit lost us £40 billion in tax revenue alone. Rishi Sunak lost £11 billion by overpaying interest on UK debt. And yet, you read the front pages, it's nurses who are the ones who are greedy and irresponsible. It's the fire service that's holding the country to ransom because they all just decided they'd prefer to drink tea on a freezing picket line than save children from burning buildings. It wasn't so long ago we were clapping them, hailing them as heroes. They were all considered key workers during the pandemic, weren't they? Bus drivers, teachers, nurses. Now they're called lazy, work-shy, Postal workers striking to save what's left of the Royal Mail, it having been sold off to the lowest bidder for a quick buck by the millionaires in Westminster. But it's your postman who is destroying the country. The entire Northern Rail network on the brink of collapse whilst rail companies and their shareholders make record profits. But it's that fat, lazy f- 
worker behind the ticket desk asking for a bit of job security who's destroying our rail infrastructure. 25 to 50% of average households are unable to pay their bills this winter, whilst energy companies announce record-breaking profits. In 2021, Shell paid zero pounds on their oil production in the UK and received 100 million pounds of subsidies in taxpayers' money. Working people are suffering at the hands of corporate greed and unbridled economic mismanagement, and this is why people are striking for better pay, conditions and job security i have to say what a what a wonderful rant if only it was real and if only he was really on television at the time he said it now nurses are currently being offered nearly 10 percent, but they want 20 percent in the uk rail workers are looking for eight percent royal mail workers say they were offered 5.5 percent rise but the union hit back and said the rise reflects uh, a two percent pay increase a further 1.5 percent in exchange for a change in terms of conditions as well as a 500 euro bonus they want more also the fire service is streak striking as well streaking and most other public service workers plan to strike which will have a knock-on effect across the private sector now, the government suggests they don't have the billions it would cost in the UK to pay public sector workers. On average, a 10% pay increase that they're looking for. But the same government, as you just heard, wasted millions, billions, as did the Irish government during COVID on PPE that we never use, etc. So why am I talking about the UK on an Irish talk show? Because the UK government have suggested that public sector workers are being greedy. And you can be sure that if Irish workers went on strike for such large pay increases, people might say the same thing. They're just greedy. For imagine, imagine if unpussed, the nurses, Dublin bus, Irish Rail, the ambulance and fire service and other critical services in this country went on strike for a decent pay and crippled the country looking for 10% increase, which is a lot to ask for. Mind you, when you look at the cost of living got up 10%, it's probably not a lot to ask for. Would you support them? So here's the question. It's only a matter of time before it happens. I mean, this is not something that's far-fetched, something that's made up. It's just a matter of time before it happens here. Probably unions in in Ireland are looking at the UK going, well, they can do it. We can do it. You've got teachers, nurses, um, fire service, Irish Rail, Dublin Bus, all the other, you know, the services that we require on a daily basis, ambulance and fire service, all working for essentially less than they were working this time three years ago because the cost of living has gone up 10%. So it's like somebody dipping their hand in your pocket and taking 10% out. Actually, probably more depending on what you're doing. If you're driving a car, it's more diesel. It's probably a 40%. If you're paying a mortgage, your mortgage has gone up. Everything has just gone up. So people's pockets are emptying quicker. Whereas your money might have lasted to the end of the month. Now it's only lasting to the 22nd. And the reason is because everything is more expensive. Just because they can. And I mentioned before to you that I went into Burger King just to buy some nuggets and the guy said they'd gone up 40 pence or something like that. And I said, why? He said, because they can. In other words, everybody is putting their hand out to take more money. Now, the argument against giving people a 10% pay rise, (coughs) pardon me, the argument against it is, is that you will push up inflation if you do that. And that people shouldn't support that. So I want to know, would you support it? Even if they crippled the country, even if you couldn't get a bus anywhere, you couldn't get a hospital appointment, you didn't get your post. Look at the videos online currently at the moment of the UK Postal Service. There's warehouses full of parcels not being delivered to people for Christmas because they want better paying conditions. Would you support that? 
Or do you think, hold on, I support a pay increase, but I don't support them crippling the general public? Would you support strikes that crippled the general public? Let me know. I'm curious. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you support strikes for that amount of money? It's a large increase. It's probably the largest ever that has been requested by any workers. And this will only spread as the cost of living rises. Would you support it? Or would you say, ah, no, hold on, there's other ways of doing this. We can't have doctors and nurses and fire service and rail workers and bus drivers and everybody going on strike and the post going on strike. Couldn't have that. No, no, couldn't support that. That would cripple everybody. That wouldn't be fair. Let me know what you think. The number's 87 That's 87 Would you support it? Uh, Morris, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Morris? Afternoon, Noel. Happy Christmas to you and the staff. Happy Christmas, Morris. Well, well, I, I, it's a happy Christmas for most people, but I know the yeah. the, the body came home this morning from the Lebanon. Yeah. Uh, and can I just say our right. condolences to, the, to yeah, his listen, family and Noel, friends? Just on that, what, could I ask your listeners if you wouldn't mind through your good self? If you think of anything this year, would you just light a candle for that young soldier and his mm. family? Yeah. Just light a light and remember them and say a prayer because I'll tell you, the power of prayer is a very, very good thing. And, you know, he paid the ultimate price for his life. Now, I'm an ex-army man, right? And I would be very bitter and very strong against what happened. But you know what, Noel? I've mellowed over the years. And I'm, and I'm going to pay. I'm going to pray for the people that killed him. Do you know why? Because they have to live with the guilt of what they've done. I don't know whether they, I don't know whether they feel any guilt, Morris. I just don't well, think like they do. You know, at the end of the day, they're a human being. You know, so they doing what they did. When, when, yeah, but Morris, you know as well as I do, when it comes to war, particularly in some of these countries, yeah. you know, people just become cannon fodder, you know? Oh, you understand that. Yeah. And listen, the details will come out in the end. And at the end of the day, in my opinion, being an ex-army man, that young man was assassinated on yeah. the streets of fucking Lebanon. Sorry, no. Yeah, you know, I, I understand that you're angry about it. I and understand. listen, I will. I'll, 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 you know, because I'm not going to carry the hatred and the bitterness that they did and what they've done to that man. And that's why I'll pray for them, okay? So we'll leave it at that. Yeah, okay, okay. And, and again, Please. condolences to his family and friends. I know exactly. his body was returned and home all this all morning. The ex- all the men that were serving with him, and his yeah. mother, and his father, everybody. Yeah. We'll pray for you. And you okay. can never thank a man enough for laying down his life for peace and his country, okay? Okay. Thanks, Getting back to what we were talking yeah. about. Okay, so you heard Jonathan Pye, the fictitious yeah. reporter, having a good go with the British government over blaming workers for, yeah. you know, uh, basically destroying the country at the moment with their strikes. But are no. you in support of workers or are they wrong oh, in what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, being like yourself, I've worked on my life. I'm in my 40th year in my job now. I started this job in 82. So I, I know what it is to be a worker and have things not go good for you and good. I think the sketch you let us listen to, the only thing that made me sad about it was he was making fun of what's being done to ordinary working class people. But in a good way. Mm-hmm. That, you know, my father told me, he says, Morris, you'll work in a time when your long service will be looked upon as liability rather than a asset. Yes. And he was right. You're nothing now. Once you pull on a coat or a pair of boots, you're nothing to these people. I looked at the television and I see Mick Lynch, the guy who runs the railway union. He's Irish, actually, Mick Lynch, yeah, of course. Yeah, With a name Irish, like Mick Lynch. Ireland. Yeah, Mick Lynch. And he, Richard Madeley went after him, Pierce Morgan went after him, and he shredded them. Because he knows what he's talking about, and he stood up. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure in, in Britain, the rail strikers don't want to be standing out in the cold. They'd no. much rather be sitting in a warm train or sitting in an office taking tickets or paying or you know giving out tickets. I'm sure that's not what they want to do. Now, you know, don't get me wrong; they're reasonably well paid, but of course, you know, their standard of living has dropped. The cost of living has increased. So, and 
Are they entitled to a rise of that much, over 10%? If inflation is running at 10%, if why can't they give them, like you said, a decent wage? If, if, if they're bringing in enough taxes, this country is rolling in money. This country. But would you, when you support it, if, if the unpussed yes, went on strike tomorrow, tomorrow if the nurses went on strike, if the rail service went on strike, and they crippled the country, because they will cripple the country yeah. if they go on strike. Well, they're the ones that are running the country now, so why can't we look after them and give them a decent wage? They shouldn't have to come out onto the streets to fight for a decent living. But when you want to get support, you want people on your side, and sadly what's happened yeah. in the UK, and what happens in Ireland on a regular basis, remember the farmers came and they blocked up all the roads, for example, yeah. you, you tend to lose support when you inconvenience the general public. Isn't that normally what happens? Well, at the end of the day, the politicians will always turn Walker against Walker, or common man against common man. And they sit there and they pontificate to us in this country and over there. The people are fed up with being used and abused and looking at the fat cats getting richer. So if I can support any strike in this country that is genuine and that is 100% and I believe in it and the people believe in it, I will support it. But I mean, the nurses in the UK are looking for a 20% increase in pay. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot to ask for, isn't it? Now, some of that is restoration right. of pay as well, similar to when here in Ireland. When was the last time they got a riot? So when was the last time they had the strike? The nurses mm. in the north of Ireland are only out on the streets for the first time ever in their history. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? So there you That'll tell you how bad it's getting, that they have to resort to come on the streets. And, and see, what, what happens is, when you've got a strike in the health service, you know, yeah. you'll have appointments, you know, somebody who might want to get an knee operation or a hip operation being cancelled. Yeah. And, and to the general public, that's an inconvenience. And for a lot of people, that's when they lose support. I'm not saying they should, but that's when they lose support. Yeah. Well, like I said, at the end of the day, if the people believe in working class people, you know, doing the 40 hours a week or whatever, and they're not getting a decent wage and they can't live. I watched a program in our country of schools giving food parcels out to the students' parents. And both the parents are working. Well, I, I, I watched the video the other day where they were giving out the Christmas hampers, by the way, and uh, you know which they do every year. The Vincent de Paul give them out every year as well. And there was a queue of three thousand people. There you go. And yeah, I it's, incre- it's incredible. Going yeah. to school to collect their children, and the school is giving the children's parents who are both working food parcels to get them through Christmas. Okay, so we'll, so we'll stay there, Morris. Let me just go to Gavin as well. Gavin, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Gavin? Yeah, good morning, Noel. What's the crack? Good. Uh, Gavin, you know, all these public sector workers in the UK, it's only a matter of time before it happens here too because people are feeling the pinch. Would you support, you know, strikes looking for 10 and 20%? You wouldn't support it? No, because it's not going to fix anything. When you say it's not going to fix anything, it'll fix the money in their pocket instantaneously. It won't fix it, yeah, and then everything just goes up in price. So you, you believe it'll, you, it'll increase the cost of living even more? It it'll create does. inflation? It's basic economics, supply and demand. Like it, it, it's, if you give a drug addict more drugs, it's not going to make him come off the drugs. It's going to make him more dependent and more addicted to drugs. If you give a gambler more money to gamble, it's going to gamble more money. It, it's just basic economics. The problem in Ireland is simple. It's very easy to fix. Air government does not want to fix it. And because they don't want to fix it, Sinn Féin will win the next election. And I'm not but, but I'm not sure they can fix it either, by the way. No, they can't. I'm not a Sinn Féin supporter, but I'm saying that the reason why they're going to win it is because the government is doing nothing about air problems. The, Ireland okay, but so what, 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 they'll argue, and I'm just taking up their point, they'll argue, what can we do about it? This is right, a, a European-wide problem. Right, well, here's the basic one, first of all, right? So you have hospitals, okay? Would it not make sense to build a couple of blocks of apartments beside the hospital and say, okay, nurses, janitors... Uh, all the people that work in the hospital, we can't give you as more money than the 40 grand a year we give you. But what we're going to do is, oh, if you, as long as you work in this hospital, you only pay 400 a month rent in this facility. 
You give them subsidized rent. You do. You 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 don't you don't give them more money. You bring in tools to make it easier on them. That like giving more money is not going to fix it. Everything will just go up in price. It's like to help the boys him. Ah, here there's forty grand to build a lab, and yeah, that's grand. I'll just take forty grand on the price. What a backwards country. We do everything backwards. Like, nine out of ten couples can't have a kid because a girl stays at home because of the cost of childcare. If we brought in universal childcare, that would fix it. Instead of this 20 hours a week or 10 hours a week. Like, what a sexist backwards country. Like, our government now will argue that it's cheaper to pay 2500 a month half than it is to build a social house. How is that cheaper? Explain to me. Well, the problem is the HAP, which is costing in Dublin alone twenty five million a month, yeah. is a, is a short term fix for a long term problem. Because well, well, hang on, with the greatest respect, Kevin, you know, I, I hear Sinn Fein promising to build so many what is it, eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand houses in the next five years, or whatever the hell it is, right? There's nobody's going to keep that promise because yeah. who are they going to get to build these houses? So that well, so that's why HAP is there. No, no, but they have to attempt it. They're not making any attempt to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Listen, this is the problem. You're listening to the government saying we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And no, I'm not listening say, to them. <laughs> Trust me, Gavin. No, I'm not I'm listening to them saying. for them, Lawyer. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've, like, they've had a long time to fix the housing crisis, and they've just let it get worse. And like, it, it's not right. Like, but but, but you, you're saying Sinn Fein might get the vote, and I'm not disagreeing with you because people want change, right? And that's fair enough. Uh, but you know, Sinn Fein are in power in Northern Ireland. You know, they're not giving out subsidies up there, for example, in relation to electricity and oil, which is mainly oil. The, they're not fully in power. Uh, absolutely, but what I'm saying to you is, they are in power. They still have a homeless crisis up there too. They've a lot of more than per head of population than we have in temporary accommodation in the north. You know, I, they also have the Royal Mail on, on strike up there as well. You've nurses on strike in Northern Ireland for the first time in many years. So I don't know if Sinn Féin could fix it. I know they're power sharing. I understand that. But personally, on a personal level to you, I would rather, I'm taxed at 42%, I own my own, and I get no. I would rather be taxed at 60% like the Nordic countries and have healthcare, housing and childcare fixed. Would you? It's our three foot, yeah, because we get nothing anyway. We don't get a medical card. Look, I don't get that and I pay 42%. But the fact that you're paying 41, that most most people who are earning over whatever it is, 37,000 or whatever it is, pay 41 cent in the euro after that point, you should be getting a decent service. On 41, you should be. In most, in many countries of the world, you'd pay a lot less than that and get a decent service. But the Nordic countries are the best. Ah, oh, they're not Let's perfect either. They're not perfect either, Gavin. This, no, they are better than this. Like, the air services are pretty bad. Like, I wouldn't also, I wouldn't mind paying 65 cents in the euro if you were actually being paid well. Yeah, but no, but like, give it, like, no, you can't, like you're saying, the nurses can't get a 10% or a 20% payroll. That's just madness. It's not going to do anything. Everything is just going to go up. So our rents are going to just keep increasing. As you said, Burger King, I'm only laughing that you said it because it was in Burger King during the week. And every day it's gone up. And they don't even give you salt anymore. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Like, oh, I, 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 I was there. Uh, I got nine nuggets and I, and I said to the guy, can I have an extra chilli sauce there because there's nine. And he said, that'll be 45 cent. I said, you're kidding me, pal, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what's happening. The price of everything goes up. So, like, inflation, 
Money's a boy. Needs to be yeah, reduced. but by government saying they don't have the billions in the UK, for example, to pay these rises, right? And they're offering piecemeal deals. I mean, they do have the money. It was clear in that audio, which was very good, I have to say. I do like Jonathan Pye. They have, governments, governments in the UK and here in Ireland, we only read recently about, you know, the millions uh, that was spent on PPE in this country that wasn't even used, right? I mean, they have wasted... So look at the money that's wasted on NGOs in this country, for example. Uh, the amount of money we waste in this country on useless projects, and yet they'll turn around and say they don't have money to give nurses a bit more money, teachers a bit more money, rail workers a bit more money. They don't have the money to do that for these critical services. But what's the point in giving it? Like you're saying, you, like you, you're jumping off at it, like say the unions, give them a riot, right? If you give a nurse or a teacher a 10% riot, right, the cost of their rent and all, gas, ESB, is just rising anyway. So that's just going to go up. So they still, next year, we're still going to be sitting here, I can't rent a place in Dublin. The, the, the teacher, we plenty of teachers, but they're all leaving Ireland and so are the nurses because they can't rent anywhere. The problem is, the biggest problem in Ireland is housing. And it's easily fixed. It'll cost a shitload of money Okay, well, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to let me go to Will. Will, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Gavin wouldn't support it because he believes it would just encourage inflation, Gavin. Or Will? I agree with this, you know a lot of the points that Gavin made there and they're very intelligent points. But uh, as the cost of living rises, you have to raise wages. That's, that's another thing you have to do. And he's talking about, well, everything will go up and everything will increase. But we're not talking about he's making points about economics. We're not talking about a, a private uh, enterprise raising wages. And You're talking about the state. To, you're talking about the state. So I don't... He, I, know, I know the point you're making. Yes, the state that's paying out this money. But the state has to get that money from somewhere. But Niall, there's a, there's a history of wasting money. You just said it there yourself in this country. And we're, and we're, we're, able, to find, we're able to find pots of money to bring in refugees from all over the world into this country and accommodation can be found for them solutions can be found for them everything can be found for them magically they get doctors they get dentists they get transport we we do we do get a lot of money off the UN for that by the way well I mean we we don't pay for that all ourselves people are in the illusion that we pay that out of taxpayers money a lot of that money comes from the UN money seems to be found for certain for certain or from the EU sorry Yeah, yeah yeah But we can't find the money to pay our nurses, our, our doctors, our teachers, our bus drivers. We can't. Oh, there's never any money there for that. So I think, you know, the, the UK, they're right. It's a complete mess at the moment. You've got critical yeah. services holding they people need, to ransom. They need to, well, they, you, have to make, you have to make a stand at some point. The problem we have in Ireland is nobody is making a stand in any area. We're all going to ask you, yeah. I'll pay an extra 30 quid a week to fill me. Yeah, but, would you, see, well, yeah, but the problem we have in Ireland is when they do make a stand and you saw the farmers there going back during the year when they blocked the roads, people start giving out about them. The taxi drivers block the road looking for an increase, maybe. People start giving out about them. You know, people sit in the middle of O'Connell Street and block the traffic, you know, to make a stand and people give out about it. And, they, well, and then they lose support. Well, these people that are giving out don't see the bigger picture. Like, if a stand is taken and everybody gets a pay rise. Like, the rising tide will lift, lift every boat and lift everybody's standard of living. But if we go on the way we're going, and we see it now, where if you're a nurse and you're married to a teacher or whatever, there's no possibility of you buying a house in any big town in this country. You can forget about it. And they're, they're two professions that would have been regarded over the last 30 years as well. You know, if you're a teacher mm-hmm. or you're a nurse or a guard, you have a good salary, you have a good standard of life. Those people do not have good standards of 
standards of okay, living. Well, okay, well then just finally, it. sorry, Gavin, Will makes a good point in, and he agrees with you essentially in a lot of what you're saying. But he disagrees with you in the point in relation to inflation. Most public sector workers, of course, are paid by the state. Uh, mind you, the state has to collect taxes somehow and get that money in somehow. Uh, but not it, private sector would be slightly different, different, Gavin. No, he's wrong. Like, the, the taxes come in from the country. Private sector workers pay the taxes of the state to pay the civil service. No, I know, they I understand. Really, but I think, I, I think, I, I think you're talking about the direct correlation. If, if, for example, Tesco's gave a rise to everybody tomorrow, they have to put the, the money onto the shelf. You know what I mean? You're going to pay extra for your goods. So that's just that's private sector. But when you're talking about the state paying people, it's slightly different. Yeah, but the state do give increments every year. No? They do get increments. Like, they're making it out like they get nothing. That's incorrect. They do get rises. They're not matching inflation. That's the issue. But that's like every job. So if, like, if you start, if you start handing the nurses and, the, and, the, and all the firemen and all the post workers and all the bus drivers and the Lewis drivers 10% and 15%, then all the private sectors want it. Like, yeah, it's not... Well, there was, a, there was a system here back in the 80s called the National Wage Agreement where everybody got an increase with the cost of living every year. Yeah, but the cost of living is, is outstripped. It's supply and demand. No, there's not enough supply to meet the demand. Okay, okay. Listen, I've run out of time. I have to go to a break. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you, Will. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. Uh, the number's 87 Gavin makes loads of sense. It should be running the country. So somebody in a text here. I'll run it with him. So based on what's happening in the UK at the moment, I'm asking you the question, if unpussed nurses, Dublin bus, Irish Rail and other critical service workers went on strike and crippled the country looking for 10% or a 10% increase in pay, would you support them? Or do you think that's a step too far? Let me know. The number is 87 8 Billy, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Billy? Hello, Niall. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, everybody in Ireland for the last few years has been underpaid. Everybody in doing whatever job they're doing is underpaid. Right? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say everybody is underpaid. Well, no, 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 they're not. I'll come to the tech work. Not. They're generally, the tech industry are not yeah, underpaid. Yeah, but I'm just saying the normal jokes stuff like myself and yourself hmm. and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, what's it called? Uh... And I want to address one thing as well. Like, have the nurses got a pay increase recently? Because no. if they haven't, they deserve one. Because are these not the people that everybody was uh, saluting during the pandemic, whether you believe in the Oh, yeah, should we were out clapping our hands every Thursday, right? Exactly. So yeah. listen, Niall, first and foremost, I definitely want, I will be willing to forgo my pay increase for the time being, well, until they get their But sports. does that make any sense? Why would you be willing to forgo well, your well, pay increase? You're well, living in the same they, economy. Well, yeah, I know, but well, they, well, I was working on through the pandemic, but they risked their life apparently and they were working hard and the government were... Yeah, well, that's not right. but that, well, that, well, hang on, with the greatest respect, okay, they did risk their lives, if you want to put it that way, but that's yeah. their job. The same way as it's right. a fireman's job to run into a burning building or a, a guard's yeah, job yeah. to chase a stolen car and there's a risk involved but, in everything and deal with villains. But as I said, Niall, yeah. everybody's being underpaid, right? Yeah, I'm moment, not disagreeing I, with that. And, and, but then you have Pascal O'Donoghue standing up in the door the other day as well. And now he's going to give the people like, 500,000 plus more money now so he can attract them into the jobs in the banking sector. Like, the government and the politicians are taking the piss out of us. And it's about time people in Ireland got a bit of a But would you know, but, okay, so let, let's just say Irish, you know, public sector workers did what they're doing mm. in the UK currently at the moment. And they all walk yeah. down tools, right? So all yeah. of a sudden the trains stop running, appointments, unnecessary appointments in hospitals were all being cancelled. You know, now I'm not suggesting for a minute nurses would walk off the job and they haven't in the UK, Ireland. Either what they're doing is striking during their breaks and they're cancelling, yeah. you know, certain appointments and stuff like that. Uh, you know, the rail workers go on strike, the post is not being delivered in the UK. If they all, these are critical services. If they all down tools tomorrow, demanding 10% pay rise at least, 
Would yeah. you would you support that or would you be giving out I, saying, I, I, for God's sake, I, I can't get me no, post? I I would because, like, if I can't get me post, is a good thing because I won't be able to get me ESP. Well, maybe, that, maybe you had a knee operation due to come up and your appointment gets cancelled because, they're, you know, the but, nurses might be on well, the sure, uh, how many people are waiting on the appointment list at the moment? Now? No, I know, but, but, but let's just add to that list. The point I'm making well, is it, well, do, well, it well, does upset people. It does upset people. Well, what we're we going to do, like, people have to be, uh, support each other and we have to take on the government. You know what I mean? They, and we need to kick ass in, 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 a, in a peaceful way, but they need, they've had it too good. They're taking the piss. I went to the shop the other day, like, and uh, the stuff is going up again. Every week it's going up. Like, yep. I know it's gone up. I know it's gone up. I accept that. And I accept even though it's a total bullshit excuse that the war in Ukraine and the price of fuel and blah, blah, blah. We'll just all accept that. But why is everything going up every week? I don't understand it. Just because it can, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> like your man said in Burger King to you. Well, Niall, it's time to stop. Everybody needs to get a spine in here and needs to take the government out. Okay, we well, okay, well stay, there, stay there, Billy. Let me go to Mike as well. Mike, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Mike? Hello there. How are you? Good. Mike, I mean, would you support critical workers downing tools? I still would. I've always been a socialist all my life. And I would support... I think... Your, your line is a bit bad, Mike. If you can move your head slightly or run into a different room or something, that'd yeah, be great. Sorry, is that better? That's better, Mike. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've always been a socialist. My father was a socialist, and he's proud to be mine. And it's just like Mick Lynch said on the ra- on the television. This is the, the Rail Workers Union, the head of the Rail Workers yeah, Union. Yeah, Mick Lynch. He's, he's the, you see, the, the, the establishment in England, what they look for in, in their media is mostly all Tory party, you know? Most mm. of it, anyway. And... They look for another Arthur Scargill, you know, hate figure. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're not going to find it in Mick Lynch. Do you know what I mean? Because Mick, Mick Lynch has the solid support of all of his uh, union. Mm-hmm. They, they look for another Arthur Scargill just so they can ri- ridicule him and, and you know, make, make out that he... He's the body, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They need... Well, well, they'll do the same with the nurses and they'll do the same with everybody else. And that's what they're doing on the front pages of the paper. They're ridiculing everybody who's going on strike, including the postal workers. Okay, but, 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 but here's the thing. To be fair, Mike, you know, a lot of people look at this and they say, well, you know, I might have an operation or I'm expecting an important post or I need to get to work on the train. And these are critical services and you can't do that. And you're crippling the economy by doing this. Right, you see, you see, you're talking about people that... Um find that their operation is cancelled or that their morning pint of milk isn't being delivered or their post. You see, don't you realise that most of them are, are um, ordinary working class people? The, the key to the situation for the working class is solidarity. Not, yeah. not these rich um, tycoon-owned newspapers or television programmes that... that um, that's where they get. That's where they get their information from, isn't it? Divide and conquer. Well, well, that that has been the case for many, many years, Mike. Divide and conquer, and Billy. Listen, thank you very much indeed. You've got to take a break again. The question, quite simply, that we're asking you is, if you know critical services like Unpost Nurses, Dublin Bus, Irish Rail, and other workers like they're doing in the UK at the moment, all went on strike demanding ten percent or nurses twenty percent of the UK pay rise, would you support them? Even though it would put you out, it really would put you out. Would you support them?
Or do you think they're being greedy? Because some of the red tops in the UK are accusing nurses of actually being greedy. These are the same nurses, of course, that we were all out clapping during COVID. The number is 87 Would you support them? All right, let me go to Anthony. Anthony, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing? Good, Niall. Yourself? Good. Anthony, what a mess in the UK at the moment. And, you know, the suggestion is this could spread to the private sector and most likely other countries around Europe, including Ireland, the next-door neighbours. I'm pretty sure the unions are watching closely to see what's happening. But would you would you support that? I would indeed, because, I, I like, looking in, um, I see a lot of these companies, they don't do, the private companies, they don't do the work a hell of a lot cheaper than the semi-states overall. What they're doing is they're cutting workers' rates of pay, they're cutting their pensions, they're cutting their, their, their working conditions insofar as they're now making work over seven days. For what? They don't do it a hell of a lot cheaper. But the Jeff Bezos of this world, Elon Musk, all these make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I suppose with Unpost in particular, or well, so the British Postal Service, and the same here with Unpost, they've probably seen, you know, I suppose the decline in business since, you know, online stuff start getting sold and I suppose people are using couriers and everything else. And, and you know, Unpost have to fight for that slice of the pie now. Yeah, a lot of these people have to, to fight for it. But, like, the couriers, if you look at them, how are they doing it cheaper? They're doing it cheaper because their workers are working 12, 14 hours a day. I've done well, it. Yeah, but is, yeah, but that's not the answer either, is it? To work people no, to the, to no, the bone. No, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. like, when, when those people retire, they, like, you take the British Rail staff at the moment, their pensions are being cut. Their, their working conditions are being destroyed. Yeah, but you could argue For they what? are paid quite well. I mean, a rail driver in the UK is earning 65,000 sterling. So, he I mean, is. So, so he is. I, yeah. I, I, no, don't but, get me wrong, I don't begrudge him it, or her, but I mean, they are, they're they looking for 10% extra on top of that, so another six and a half grand on top of that, bring him up over yeah. 70. That's the cream, but like for every train driver, there's probably 10 other staff who are only paid a fairly average pay. Like you go into any rail station today, you don't see a line of Mercs or BMWs parked there, and that's a good indicator of how they're paid. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are, are paid fairly average. You take the average person working in the ticket desk or whatever. I haven't been in a train station in a long time. But the people that handle the baggage or whatever they do, clean the trains, all this, they're paid fairly okay. They're not paid a huge amount of money. But they have a little bit of an extra, a little bit of a pension and stuff like that. They don't retire millionaires or they don't retire well off. You know, but they have a standard of living, which we all need to have. But would they lose, and, if the nurses, for example, went on strike or, you know, on post or or Dublin Bus or in Rod Aaron, if, if they are Irish Rail, as they call them, if they all went on strike and, you know, and kind of brought the country to its knees, where it's affecting, you know, Joe and Josephine public, where their appointments are being cancelled, or they're not getting their mail or they can't get to work because there's no public transport. Do you think people would, would support them or would they stop supporting them suddenly, as we usually do? Well, you see, as we usually do, a lot of people uh, think everybody, you hear this thing about civil servants and, you know, everyone has said about civil servants are giving out about them. Those jobs, if you look at a lot of civil servants, they went into a job, they did an aptitude test, an interview. A lot of those people wouldn't do that. During the boom, people wouldn't go into the civil service because they reckon they were poorly paid. Mm. And now they seem to think it's okay to give out about them. But, you know, these people in England, they didn't go on strike likely. I'm sure there were, like, unions aren't the big bad people that people make them out to be. They're there to negotiate. They presume they've lots of negotiations and it's only through desperation that they're doing this. You know, mm-hmm. if if you if you look at the likes of Ryanair, if you look at a lot of the couriers and all this, ultimately the the 
CEOs of these companies are making an awful lot more than they historically did. Well, I know. The gap between the rich and the poor is getting wider. We all know that. And that's what's happening in this case. And I was in Dublin one day, and and, you'll forgive me for this, I was listening to one of the Dublin radio stations, and it was all about a big firm, and they said that if you order an appliance from them seven days a week, you'll get it delivered on the day. You know, do you really need a cook or that in that much of a hurry? That on a Sunday afternoon. From the yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, stay, I get what you're saying. Stay there a second. Let me go to Patricia. Patricia, Hi, you're in Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, Patricia? Hi, uh, Patricia, would you support critical workers if they went on strike and down their tools? Well, I mean, if, it, if, oh, if one goes on strike, then everyone has to get paid, don't they? Yeah, but no, but, but I mean, if you couldn't get the bus tomorrow because, you know, the bus service in your area was on strike or you couldn't get your post or your hospital appointments are being cancelled, will you support them? Well, in all honesty, I know about hospitals and I know what you're saying here could be a different situation. But I mean, I think, in person, my opinion, there's a lot of situations with the hospitals that you can't get appointments. It takes months and months. And no, months. I'm, not going to, I'm not talking about that. I'm asking you a question. Would you support them if they went on strike? I would. You would support them, would you? Yes. So you, you'd be happy enough, you know, if you couldn't get a bus or you couldn't get a hospital appointment or your appointments were cancelled or you couldn't get a train or your post wasn't being delivered because they were on strike or an ambulance takes longer to get there. You'd be, you'd be happy enough to, to support that. Well, I think they need to be supported because an ambulance is a very important thing to have and things like that. Yeah, I know. You know? Well, aware of that. But, yeah. you, but you'd support them if, they were even, if the service was even worse than it is now. Well, I mean, because they're on strike looking for more pay. It's like trying to get blood flowing. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference there in situations that taxpayers or whatever pays the, the nurses and pays this, that, and the other. Mm. Yeah. Then, yeah. If, well, yeah, it's public money, yeah. Yeah. And then if one, gets, if one goes up, then the teacher wants more money. Then everyone wants more money. The post wants more money. And then everything goes up in price. So you think it would create inflation. And, and sorry, Anthony, just to come back to you in relation to that, that is the argument when you say, you know, at the moment it's only public sector workers, mainly in the UK, but I'm sure some of the private sectors are going to probably go on strike as well. You know, because private sector will say, oh, well, if they're getting a rise, you know, we're all out too. We're getting a rise as well. Then you start hitting inflation because the more you have to pay people, the more you have to charge. But Niall, may I, just an assumption on this, and I could be wrong about this, and kind of going off track, a lot of the inflation is actually caused in Ireland. It's not caused by global effects, and it's not definitely not caused by staff wages. Like, if you look at the cost of, we'll say, your fuel, like your briquettes and your coal and everything like that, they've doubled in price, so practically, like, I know briquettes gone up by 50%, coal has doubled in price. And none of the workers are getting paid that much more, and the raw material definitely didn't double, and a lot of the stuff was in the country before the war ever started. So I think the biggest problem lies with... Uh, the senior people in these companies. And so you think greed is at the root of a lot of this? Oh, without doubt, yeah. And the okay. government are doing nothing because it's all their own cronies. Okay, okay. Listen, I've got to go into break. Thank you, Anthony. Okay, Anthony believes greed is at the root cause of all this. He's probably not too far wrong when it comes to the big businesses, as opposed to these big CEOs looking for more profits. Because remember, of course, there may be an energy crisis, but the people who produce the oil are making billions in profit off your back. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.